Welcome to the Magnificent Vibes Podcast, aka MVP, where we talk about sports, music, media, stuff that you might or might not care about. And in today's episode, side episode, that is, I will be choosing, selecting, and picking who I will, who I think will be making it to the 2022 2023 NFL Super Bowl matchup what i'm looking forward to getting into these picks these matchups are matches made in heaven for nfl fans and i i am satisfied with the results even though i went two and two last week with my picks for the divisional round some of them were based off hard picks one of them was was pretty much a hard pick the other one was just hey uh Cincinnati just came in and took care of business but other than that um I'm satisfied with the results um I like the fact that we're getting a Kansas City Cincinnati rematch from last year basically creating another big time rivalry between Patrick Mahomes and Joe Burrow but before I get into that matchup I'm going to start off by getting into the NFC matchup and by the way, before I get into my picks, I just want to say thank you, Cowboys fans, for giving me such a complete source of entertainment last Monday, this past Monday. I mean, watching you guys just really lose it over the Cowboys losing to San Francisco last week just really <laughs> gave me some of the best laughs I've had in a long time. So shout out to Cowboys fans on that one. But we're going to get into this NFC matchup. The 49ers go on the road to play the Philadelphia Eagles. Now, just going over their numbers, uh, we got Brock Purdy going up against Jalen Hurts. And Brock Purdy has not yet to lose since he's became a starting quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers ever since Jimmy Garoppolo went down. And then on the other end, we got Jalen Hurts who's had an MVP season and even though he won't win the MVP this year I think he's played like an MVP he was a favorite to win MVP before he got hurt and uh he played like it last week I mean he they just came out and smoked the Giants last week I mean they didn't even leave anything up to the imagination of a blow of a upset special they came in there and took care of business and that's what you're supposed to do that's what you're supposed to do the Giants definitely overachieved this year and they played like a team that overachieved against the Eagles and then on the flip side you got the Cowboys in the 49ers game where the 49ers offense looked very shaky at times but uh, a couple of big throws here a couple of timely plays there and here we are, the San Francisco 49ers land into the conference finals. And apparently that's how San Francisco win games. I mean, if you look, if you watch San Francisco over the last couple of years, they win a lot of games where they just make the right plays at the right time and they play great dominant defense. And now they're bringing that dominant defense to Philly. Uh, and the Philly Philadelphia Eagles also have a very good defense. Now, I'm going to go over the numbers real quick before I get into who I think will win this matchup. So, we got the Eagles, who are were third, finished the season third in scoring. The San Francisco 49ers were six points allowed. The Eagles were seventh, but the 49ers were first 
in points allowed. Yards per game, of course, the Eagles were third. San Francisco was a surprising fifth. Um, I'll get into that in a minute. The passing yards, definitely the edge goes to the Eagles in that department. And the rushing yards, the Eagles got the edge, even though I think the addition of McCaffrey and now with Debo Samuel being back, I think the 49ers would be ranked higher in the rushing department had those injuries had not had happened with Debo Samuel. But I, you know, the Eagles got the edge on that time of possession. The San Francisco 49ers are kings of time of possession. They know how to keep drives lasting long. And so the 40, in comparison to the Eagles, who, you know, their time, they were 10th in that category, but it seems like the Eagles score at a more faster pace than the 49ers do. Third down efficiency, both teams are pretty good. The Eagles have the edge there. Sacks, the Eagles have the edge there, but the 49ers aren't that far back at seventh in the league. And in interceptions, the 49ers are first in the league in interceptions, and the Eagles are fourth in the league in their interceptions. So, um, who do I got? Who do I got in this matchup? Well, the Eagles are at home, and um, I came up during a time where Donovan McNabb, a long time ago, maybe a couple, well, a couple of decades ago now, we're talking about the Donovan McNabb era, right? And all those times, the Eagles had home field advantage throughout the playoffs four or five years in a row, something like that. Don't attack me in the comment section if I'm inaccurate on that. But we got <laughs> the Eagles only making one Super Bowl out of all that. But now, these are different Eagles. These are different Eagles. These aren't the Donovan McNabb Eagles. These aren't the Nick Foles Eagles. These are the Jalen Hurts Eagles. And this team it's just stacked from top to bottom um, offensively they have the running game defensively they have all the positions covered they put pressure on the quarterback they know how to get interceptions but the difference between the 49ers and the Giants is that the 49ers have better coaching they know how to scheme well they know how to disguise well you don't know what's coming. You don't know whether you're going to have to stop McCaffrey. You don't know whether you're going to have to stop Debo Samuel. You've got IU, who's been a reliable target for Brock Purdy. And then last but not least, you got Kittle, man. George Kittle. And I'm telling, I'm going to tell you right now, you know, I love Travis Kelsey. I think Travis Kelsey is hands down the best tight end in the NFL. But Kittle is definitely creeping up on that close second. And people forget Kittle was Kittle was hurt for half the season. So he really didn't get a chance to have the season that he normally is used to having. But Kittle, that man is a beast. He he's a physical specimen. And I've watched enough 49ers football to be convinced that the 49ers will come into Philadelphia and win this game. And I know I know quarter they talk about oh you know the, the, the quarterbacks, you know, Brock doesn't have enough experience. Well, Jalen Hurts doesn't have enough experience. Uh, Jalen Hurts is only in his third playoff game. He lost last year to Tampa Bay. He's one and one as a starter in the playoffs. So, and and here we got Brock Birdie, who's two and zero oh <laughs> in the playoffs. So, I don't know where they, this whole experience at quarterback thing comes. So, I think we tend to overrate that with this matchup. 
Um, so I'm not gonna base my prediction off oh the experience of the quarterback. No, because both of these quarterbacks are young. As a matter of fact, it's the youngest quarterback-led NFC championship game or conference championship game in NFL history. So there's no experience on this end. So with that being said, I got the 49ers beating the Philadelphia Eagles on the road. Now the Eagles are two and a half point favorite. I think the 49ers cover that and I'm going to do something a little differently this time around. I am going to add a score to my prediction. I think the 49ers win this game 20 to 17. 20 to 17. I got the 49ers over the Eagles 20 to 17. Up next, we got the Bengals on the road against the Chiefs. The Chiefs are a one and a half point favorite in this one, even though it doesn't really feel like that when you watch a lot of uh, sports commentators. I cut hair for a living, so I talk to a lot of customers about sports, and it just seems like a lot of people are automatically anointing the Bengals as the Super Bowl a contender for this year, and, and back-to-back, making it to back-to-back Super Bowls, and just counting out the Chiefs, and oh, you know, they're gonna, we don't want this to be the Patrick Mahomes show, and he's playing great under injury, and all this other stuff. Here's the thing. It's too early to get tired of Patrick Mahomes. This is That's my reminder to all you Mahomes haters. We had to deal with two decades and a half of Tom Brady, okay? We had to deal with two and a half decades of Tom Brady. And nobody complained about, oh, I'm tired of Tom Brady being in the Super Bowl. I'm tired of this, tired of Tom Brady doing that. Mahomes is only in his fifth year, and you guys are already tired of seeing Mahomes win? Like, what in the world? What? Uh, th- he is one of the most exciting NFL players to ever play the game. Why wouldn't you not want to see an exciting Super Bowl? Okay? Uh, one side to have the more orchestrated type offense and then the other side to have the more dynamic offense. It's nothing wrong with that, fellas. I mean, listen, listen. I'm going to go over the numbers here. I'm going to go over the numbers here real quick. We got the Chiefs first in scoring. The Bengals, they have the edge in points allowed per game. The Chiefs have the edge in yards per game. Passing yards, the Chiefs have the edge. Rushing yards, the Chiefs have the edge. Total time of possession, Bengals got them by a hair. Third down efficiency, Chiefs got them by a hair. Sacks, the Chiefs are second in the NFL in sacks. The Bengals are 29th. 29th, ladies and gentlemen. Interceptions. The Bengals got a slight edge, although both teams don't get a lot of interceptions. So I say all that to say this. I know everybody's concerned about about Patrick Mahomes' ankle, right? And that's been the story of the week, right? And the, another story has been, oh, you know, Bur- Burrow owns the Chiefs. You know, he's three and zero against the Chiefs. But if you look at those three games, one of them he was dominated. But the other game, it was a to- it was a close matchup. They won by three. Actually, um, 
the first game they played against each other, the the Bengals won by three. The second time they played each other, the Bengals won, I think, in overtime or won by three or so on, something like that. And then last year, the Chiefs were dominating the Bengals until the Bengals came back and won in overtime. So it's not like it's not like the Bengals, yes, the record speaks for itself, but it's not a dominant. It's not, it hasn't been like it's because Joe Burrow just outplayed Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes still put up his numbers. Burrow put up his numbers, too. It just so happened that's how football works. Whoever has the last ball before time, possession before time runs out, it depends what the defense is doing for either team. And apparently, over the last couple of years, the Bengals' defense has outplayed the Chiefs' defense. Now, this year, I think the Chiefs' defense is slightly better. And if the Chiefs can get to the quarterback, which I think they will, against an offensive line with the Cincinnati Bengals, who is very depleted, and honestly, I, I give it to their offensive line for playing very well against the Bills. But they're going up against a different animal. This this Kansas City team can put pressure on the quarterback. And you can make the argument, yeah, last week the Jaguars left some points out there. I get it. I get it. But woulda, shoulda, coulda. Okay? You can't rely on shoulda, shoulda, coulda's here. I say all that to say this. I love the Bengals. I love the Chiefs. But this time, <laughs> I think we're going to see a Mahomes that we've never seen before. And I'm going with the Kansas City Chiefs because I think that this is the game that Mahomes proved to everybody that he is the best quarterback in the NFL. Mahomes, this is your I took it personal moment. Take advantage of it. The final score in this one, I got the Chiefs winning this one 30 to 27. And those are my picks, and I'm sticking to them. Hope you enjoyed the conference playoffs on both sides. And I will see you for the Super Bowl, which will be coming up. I'll have my Super Bowl picks soon. And with that being said, I'm Rod the Magnificent. Me and Ian will be back on the mic soon. Also, Brother Sanders' mixtape is out. Go back track. Go back track. After you listen to this episode, go listen to the Bernie, the Brother Sanders mixtape. But with that being said, I'm out. Peace.